Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. Today, I have what was a podcast swap. So I was interviewed on Hillary Russo's amazing podcast, Holistically Speaking, And now I'm interviewing her because we had such a great connection and I learned something about what Hillary does uh, that I hadn't heard about before. So I wanted to bring that to all of you. So Hillary is the holistically speaking health coach. She is one of the first 150 certified havening techniques practitioners in the United States of only 700 worldwide. Hillary studied under the founding directors of Havening, who have called her a pioneer in the field, working with children, as well as purpose-driven C-suites, metropolitan opera singers, and media professionals. Trauma-informed and educated, Hillary has been nationally recognized as a leader and public figure for her work in holistic health. Hillary's signature Hug It Out system empowers you to be kind to your mind, own the stories you are telling yourself and rewrite the narrative with neuroscience-based tools that help put active emotional well-being back in your hands. She's also certified in hypnotherapy and integrative nutrition and is an award-winning multimedia host journalist focusing on health and wellness. You can find Hillary at the mic hosting her successful podcast, Holistically Speaking, engaging conversations of trauma and triumph through health healing and humor welcome <laughs> hillary that's a lot of h's help healing that's humor a, and hillary i love alliteration. alliteration i love yeah. alliteration <laughs> i get giddy with two things amy alliteration and wordplay holistically speaking yes <laughs> it's great for those of you who have reached out on patreon and donated thank you so much for heeding that call thank you if you have not yet supported the podcast 
please go to Patreon, put in Dr. Amy Robbins, and there is an opportunity to support at whatever feels comfortable for you. It helps me with the production costs. My small, very small, but mighty team, it helps keep all of that running. So if you are a fan of the podcast, please consider donating whatever feels good to you. $5 a month, $20 a month, please take a minute and donate. Also, I am so excited that my course that I have been working on for years is getting ready. We're getting closer. It will be launched at some point this year. So if you're interested, please go ahead and put yourself on the wait list on my website at dramyrobbins.com. Also, if you happen to have any companies that you think are aligned with the vibe of this podcast, I'm looking for sponsorships as well. And the best thing you can do to help this podcast is to spread it via word of mouth. I know so many of you have already said, I've shared this with my friend or even therapists have shared it with their patients and patients have shared it with therapists. If you love the podcast, please, please share it. We have an online global reach here. So go ahead, tell your friends, tell your family, rate and review the podcast. Just spread the word so we can continue spreading messages of love and light and consciousness and awareness and science and spirituality and just how to live the most meaningful life that you possibly can. Please support Life, Death, and the Space Between. Great to be back with you. This time we're turning the table. So if you didn't have a chance to listen to me on your podcast, go listen to that yes. as well. Um, but I had never heard of Havening before. Mm -hmm. Tell us first, I'm curious how you ended up from media and journalism into health and wellness. Oh boy. Um, That's and, a question I get a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we'll, we'll kind of springboard into what is havening. Sure. First of all, it's such a pleasure to have you on Holistically Speaking. I feel like every guest that I have is like a masterclass and you were such a wealth of information. I encourage people to listen because it's so used to, holding space for others, right? So when people get to tell their own stories, which I absolutely yeah. adored your story, uh, it it really resonated with me. So thank you for being such a great guest. And it's and never the same, right? Like no. when I talk about this, like I think people think, oh, I hear her on this podcast right. all the time, or I've listened to her on other ones. And every podcast has its own angle in terms of how they're going to get to someone's story. And you asked great questions oh, and like you. listened so well. I remember at the end, like just really feeling like she was really paying attention to this. Oh, so thanks. yeah, I appreciate course. that. Of course. Listening is a, is an art form. It really is. You it know? is. And I it think is. we know that both in this field of mental health is being present, holding space for our, our clients and patients, but also as a journalist, I'm mm -hmm. used to that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. To answer your question, how did I get into this? Well, life is a falling into. I mean, I always see it like that. Life is definitely a falling into. I've been a journalist since I was in college and I walked away from the news desk shortly after 9-11. I was an anchor reporter and I was on the news desk as an anchor that day. And man, that oh. changed my life. But my entire my entire life as an adult, once I got into the career-minded focus, I started really thinking, gosh, you know, if I were to be anything else in this world and 
I wasn't a journalist, I probably would have wanted to go into law or therapy. And it was always those three things surrounding me. My dad was a lawyer. He encouraged me not to be a lawyer, yeah. which always seems to happen. And then not because I wouldn't be a good lawyer, but because it is, it's a, I think he saw my vision in a different way. And, you know, mm-hmm. you take guidance from those and the therapy thing just wasn't present, you know, but I decided that after 9-11, I took a break and I got back into my my love of acting and really being more of a host rather than a journalist for a while. And, and then, you know, a series of events happen. Things happen in our lives. We get older, we do shifts, we pivot, all these buzzwords we hear about. But at some point in time, uh, I was going through some major changes in my own life, wanting to get well, wanting to make sure that my health and wellness was in check and started working with a company called Daily Burn, which is a live streaming fitness program. And I'm I'm on the show. I'm still on the show eight years later. And I just realized that people were being supported. The community itself was being supported with health coaches. I, I had never heard of a health coach. And having someone to check in and be accountable and kind of be the liaison between your doctors and you living holistically, right? And it really, I gravitated to it because I found myself in the community being such a public figure, people who are watching and doing the workouts with us saw me every day on the show. And I continue to this day, still check in on the community. And I saw that people need guidance. So I wound up getting certified as an integrative nutrition holistic health coach. Mm -hmm. That was my first step, which coincidentally was very interesting because some years earlier, I was hired as a host (laughs) to be part of their educational modules for their holistic health coaching program. So when I went back Mm. to do the program, I was Mm -hmm. watching myself. (laughs) That's that's gotta be interesting. I can't even watch myself on this podcast, let alone like a whole coaching program. It was crazy, but it was really beautiful in the same way because I thought, wow, life's a circle. Because I remember shooting those segments thinking, I'm going to come back here one day in some capacity. Mm -hmm. And I knew that was kind of the falling into because I started seeing that I wanted to support people on their own, own health journeys. And then I just happened to meet somebody who was in the executive realm of the Havening community at a birthday party. We were mutual friends with someone and you know, you know, those traditional questions you ask people when you meet them at a bar, because it was a party at a bar. And she said, what do you do? And I told her what I do. And I asked her what she did. And her way of explaining havening to me was basically asking me first, well, can I show you? And she just put her hands on my shoulders and started doing the havening touch and talking to me about havening while she was doing it. And I said to her, I said, I don't know what you're doing, but I want more of it. Because it's a very gentle, nurturing touch that puts your brain in a what they call the delta wave state, the sleep state, and releases all those beautiful, happy hormones, the oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine, GABA. And I just felt calm and I felt like I was being nurtured. And from that point on, basically, she just, she said, well, we're doing a two-day workshop if you want to come and learn from the co-developing doctors, the Rudins. And that day changed my life. Like that first day that I was actually Haven for the first time on stage because I volunteered (laughs) to do the demo. I was demoed by Dr. Ron Rudin, who is founder of Havening, who developed it. He's an internist. And he havened me on the death of my dad. Mm. That was the first Havening experience I had after 16 years of my father being gone, really not 
dealing with the death in the way I should have, or not, I can't say should have, but how you knew to at the time, right? Like not having the coping skills and the tools to really deal with the grief and the loss, right? Deal with it my own way. And I'll tell you, Amy, that day changed my life. I never looked at how the loss impacted me the way I looked at it after that, because it really changes the landscape of your brain from that event, that meaning, that inescapability, um, and that 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 feeling that we put towards loss. And I I knew right then and there after leaving the stage and giving myself 24 hours to think about it, that I wanted to bring Havening into my my practice to support others because it helped me in many ways, not just on grief. And so, um, that's what I'm doing. So how does it, how does walk me through how it sure. worked? Walk me through what happened that day for you on stage 16 Oof. years after your dad died. Yeah. So there are a number of different havening approaches under the havening umbrella, right? And so havening itself is the technique and it involves the touch, which is like you're doing a nice stroke from your shoulders down to your elbows, you know, ever so gently or on your face, like a nice facial or with your hands, like you're washing your hands. That's basically what the havening touches, those three approaches. And what Dr. Ron did was because it's a beautiful approach that can be self-applied, which is great for self-regulation, having Dr. Ron facilitate the actual session with me and also do the havening touch on me, because that's also something you can do as a practitioner is actually apply the touch to your, your patient or client. He actually took me through the event of the loss. Mm -hmm. And then we role played where he was the voice of my father. I don't remember any of that. I really don't. It's not that you're in hypnotherapy state. You are in subconscious Delta wave, but I just remember feeling better afterwards and going through the process, which felt like two minutes, but I think I was up on stage for maybe 15. And um, I just felt lighter. I felt lighter and something had been removed from my shoulders, which clearly is the weight of the loss. And it really just reprograms your brain. So whatever that real upset was, because my dad was sick my whole life. I always had a sick dad. You know, my father was a insulin dependent diabetic, constantly in the hospital with amputations. I don't know any different from the mm-hmm. time I was seven years old. So I always lived in this state of fight or flight with my dad, mm-hmm. you know, not like, knowing. is he going to die? Oh, yeah. Is today going to be the day? Oh, right. I'm, that like constant stress. That's a lot for a kid to deal yeah. with. You know, I didn't a lot for that. anyone yeah. to deal with. Yeah. And I always felt this responsibility, like I need to take care of my dad because if I don't have the control and something happens, then it's on me. No seven-year-old should feel that way. Mm -hmm. You know, I I remember it riddling me with anxiety when I was away at sleepaway camp, you know, like I needed to send letters every day to my parents. Don't forget to have daddy take his medicine. Don't forget. I still keep those letters as a reminder of how unbelievable the anxiousness and fear and upset. If I had these coping skills and the self-regulatory way of dealing with the anxiety and stress and overwhelm of when he was here, perhaps I would have enjoyed him here more so that when he was not here, I'm not taking that childhood trauma with me into my adult life and then the loss of. And so that day afterwards, I just... I felt like I was walking taller. I felt like I had released an upset that really was not my control anyway. You know, my dad had a massive heart attack. 
So mm-hmm. um, that was something I, I, I think it wasn't necessarily the day of the loss that impacted me. It was all of that childhood trauma that right. I have carried with me prior that meant something, the meaning, right? The trauma encoding of the meaning. Mm-hmm. And I just released it. So now like I, you, for a while, I kept trying to find it. Like I'm trying to find what I've been holding on to for so long. And they told me that would happen. You know, when I, when I work with Havening clients, it's the first thing I'll tell them. I'm like, you're probably going to feel lighter. You're probably going to be looking for that upset because you're seeing it differently because you're basically rewiring your brain and the story happened, but you've re you're rewriting the narrative basically. And so do you tell the story? You said that he was the voice of your dad. Yeah. So does, do you work together to create a different narrative? Like how I'm trying to understand also like from the psychological framework, right. I'm trying to fit this into like, is this similar to narrative therapy? Is it similar to, um, EMDR? EFT, like where does it look, where does it fit in kind of those um, schemas? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So we get we get compared a lot to EFT and using rapid eye movement as well, EMDR. But basically, the best way I can explain it is... It's it's like you know the jack in the box, right? Mm-hmm. You turn the handle and jack. Do they pops still out. make those things? <laughs> I don't even know. They're scary as hell. I know that. Right. right. <laughs> They're creepy, right? They're but creepy. No matter where but you kids are, love them. Right. But right. no matter where you are in the world, no matter what country it's in, it's the same story. You're turning this handle. You're kind of waiting for Jack. You know he's going to pop out, right? And even when he pops out, you jump back, right? That's that response. Mm-hmm. What havening is, it's almost like wire cutters. So if you go through a havening event, if you go through a havening experience and you bring the upset to mind, like I remember Dr. Ron saying, you know, how do you feel? What was it like? Um, And we went to the role playing afterwards. You know, we brought up the event that that upset me the most. What's the feeling? Where are you on that that scale of zero to 10? You know, and. And then like as quick as we thought about it, we went into a more nurturing response, which in that place, and again, I was in it. So I don't really remember too much of it. Not mm-hmm. that I was in a trance by any means, but 
what happens is almost like that wire cutter, like I said, it it's cutting that spring that that jack is on and it it changes the neural pathways in the brain. So while that box might open again, which it has many times, I've thought about my father's passing many times, it is not the same impact it had as it springs out at you and it hits you in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're basically With that noise, right? Like yeah, that, just that that feeling of that like harshness. Right. Cause I'm I'm going back to this time. But what Havening does, the base the basic part of it is like with the touch, you're also bringing to mind a pleasant distraction. So Dr. Ram brought up a pleasant distraction with me, something that brings me joy. I have a joyous moment. Maybe it was with my dad, right? I'll do this a lot with grief havening. You know, I bring up the the thing that upsets the person, but then I go to a place of, okay, forget about that, right? Let's go to something that's your pleasant and positive thought. Maybe it's with that person that's no longer with you. And then in that moment, what you're doing is you're rewiring the brain. Because now you're going to this delta wave state, right? Because you're bringing up this moment of joy, this thing that brings you joy. And you 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 change focus so that when you come back to that that moment, it it doesn't impact you the same way because of all the the neuroplasticity that's going on up there, right? Not to get all technical and uh, scientific, but there's a lot of rewiring that's happening in that moment. You know, the amptoreceptors, calcineurons, everything. And what you're doing in that moment, you're releasing the oxytocin, the serotonin, the dopamine, the GABA. And in that delta wave state, that is where the change happens. So it can't, you can't reconnect that little spring that Jack is on. It's just impossible, right? So you're depotentiating is the technical word, right? You're disconnecting it from the actual event, from the trauma, from the upset. And and that's what happened because every time I think about my dad now, even if it's standing there at a gravesite, it does not impact me the same way it used to. Mm. Yeah. So so what piece is the the touching? Like what is is that what brings people into the delta wave state? And then from that state, they retell this experience. And because their nervous system is downregulated, they don't have that same kind of hyper arousal that one would have generally from like a trauma response in that way. It's doing it together. Obviously, I think we haven or we do the havening touch all the time. You know, there, there, there's plenty of times I'll walk around just doing this with my hands, you know, okay, what's the next thing? You don't even realize you're doing the touch, right? Mm-hmm. It is really what havening is, is working those two things together with the touch and the positive thoughts and pleasant distractions. That's where you're altering your thoughts, moods, behaviors, and habits. That's where the magic happens. That's where you're putting yourself in the delta wave state because it's that nurturing touch, right? It's that nurturing touch that brings about a sense of calm, but together with that pleasant distraction is where the rewiring happens. It really is a dance between both, mm-hmm. right? Because you can have positive thoughts all the time. I mean, what do we have? 50 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Most of them are not good ones and they're yeah. fleeing. Yeah, I think, yeah. And At you least. can also you can also soothe someone or soothe yourself with a sweet touch, that oxytocin love hormone, right? But when you bring both together, that is truly the neuroscience of this modality that mm-hmm. makes it so 
unbelievably powerful and empowering, right? Because you're giving yourself the gift of active emotional well-being. We call it CPR for the amygdala, right? Because the amygdala, or we call her Amy in the havening world, Amy loves to be freaked out, right? Amy loves to go to fight, flight, or freeze. And not, basically, not this Amy, but yeah. <laughs> Not that, not Dr. Amy Robbins, right? Right. But Amy, the amygdala, right? right? Right. Amy loves to go to that place of, oh my gosh, here comes the saber toothed tiger ready to just take me, right? That's just the human response or mm-hmm. the human condition, animal condition. But what we're doing is we're basically saying to Amy, the amygdala, mm-hmm. you're okay. All is well. The worst is over. You're safe. Haven actually means safe place. That's what the word haven is. Havening comes from that word. So you're creating a safe place and a safe environment for your mind because it loves to go to chaos before you can find calm. Yeah. So I'm trying, so I'm trying to understand. I come to you. Mm -hmm. I have a trauma. Mm -hmm. You walk me through that trauma with the physical response. Mm-hmm. What if someone who has the trauma doesn't want touch? You know, like right. for some people, touch is very traumatizing. Absolutely. You know, how do you move someone from traumatized, don't touch me to, and, and maybe not even touching myself? Like, you know, there's that phys- physical input that doesn't feel good. Well, that's a great question. And the first thing I would ask them, and I've had this happen before with people who have been in situations where they have been abused uh, and they've been repressing that that trauma for years. Some don't even think about it till they're in havening and then they bring it up. You know, the beauty of this work is, which makes it very different from traditional therapy, talk therapy rather, is that you don't right. even need to share the upset. You don't need to share the pleasant, the the presenting issue. So I would say all my clients do because it's mm-hmm. a safe and trusted space and you're building connection with your clients, but you don't have to. I find that those who haven't in the beginning very rapidly wind up telling me what happened because suddenly they have this like aha moment, like, oh my gosh, that's where it's coming from. That's why I'm not having this intimate, beautiful relationship with my spouse because X happened when I was seven, right? But to go back to what you're saying, The first thing I would ask them if they're not comfortable being touched by me is I would share with them, are you comfortable doing this touch on yourself? And you start small, you know, if if they're not comfortable with this, because maybe the arms create a trigger response of somewhere they had been touched where it wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. Starting, I think having the three approaches of the hands, the arms and the face gives you options. Because so you're, like, can you just describe for people who are listening what sure. the hands, the arms, and the Absolutely. face are for people who can't see? Of course. So the havening touch is three different approaches mainly. The first one is like you're washing your hands. So that's probably the easiest to give people to try first because I hope people are washing their hands. We did enough of that. They they definitely were two, three years ago. Exactly. And I always say that I go, we've done enough of this during the pandemic, clearly even just a light touch where you're comfortable just going back and forth with your hands is is, that's as simple as it needs to be. Right. Just like very light touch. It can just, there's no choreography to it. The second touch 
is from your shoulders, crossing your arms like butterfly, like the butterfly method, right? Crossing your arms, I call it hugging it out, from your shoulders down to your elbows and just gently with your thumbs out, because you want to be away from the chest area, and going from the shoulders down to the elbows. That's the second havening touch, right? Arms crossed, shoulders down to elbows. The third one's like you're washing your face. And again, I hope we're all washing our faces. <laughs> so if you try that approach, like just a nice gentle touch on your forehead, under your eyes, where all the nerves are. There's like lots of nerves in our face, you know? Imagine just gently touching your face. But I do have people who are not comfortable with that, right? But there's some that I find a lot of relaxation doing that, right? Mm -hmm. For me personally. So if someone comes to me like that, I would probably take it out of it being a havening touch and say, hey, you you wash your hands, right? Tell like, just show me how you would wash your hands and just mm -hmm. like slow it down a little bit. And like, then you're not giving it meaning so much. And you're just getting them into the habit of doing something they've been doing their whole lives, mm -hmm. right? Or their face. And I, I mean, I have a couple of clients who are even amputees and they, one has one arm and he will just do it from the shoulder down to the elbow on that one arm or even on his leg, right? Which is not technically what we call a havening touch, but anywhere that you're feeling this like calmness is where you should start. What makes something a havening touch versus a non-havening touch? Well, I think the three approaches I mentioned, we found that those three touches create the most amount of sensory. Uh, the, it aligns the best with the actual pleasant distraction approach that creates that Got touch. It. We okay. uh, The doctors have done a lot of work on it over the last 20 years and have found that those three approaches are the most... Like they they just work so well with the positive and pleasant distraction to create that that um, that change in the brain. Okay, so I'm rubbing my hands together, mm -hmm. and then I tell you a story. I I'm like always trying to fit this into like. Well, okay, let's do therapy. let's do it. Let's let's do a little thing right here. Let's okay. do this. Okay. Let's if I think your listeners uh -oh. would really like this. Your viewers would really like this. So if you're okay and you're comfortable with it. Sure. What yeah. are you gonna bring up for me? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna bring up for yourself, rather? So what I want you to do is I want you to think of something that's upsetting to you. This is the thing about having that's beautiful. It doesn't have to be trauma. It could be every day. I mean, I do it when I'm sitting in traffic, when I'm sitting on the subway. One of the my favorite stories to tell is when I was standing at Charles de Gaulle Airport for th three hours, you know, everyone's a hot mess in that line waiting to get through to security. And I'm just sitting there doing havening with my headphones on listening to music because that was my uh, my pleasant distraction was the music. Mm. You know, it doesn't have to be thinking of something because not everyone is visual, right? So right. music, if I'm humming music, it activates the vagus nerve. Obviously, that is a whole like gut brain response. So for me, it was listening to music and doing it with my hands while I'm standing there in line and I was at ease, right? So okay. for, for you, I would say... Um, Think about something that might just be upsetting you. You know, it's, okay. it's annoying. doesn't have to be a straight out 10. I call zero. Zero is like namaste all day. It's not bothering you. I call it namaste all day. 10 is like off the charts triggered. So what's something that might be stressing you out or upsetting you or overwhelming you um, or causing you upset in this moment? Do you have something to mind? Mm -hmm. Okay. See, again, with Haven, you don't even have to share it with me. This mm -hmm. is your journey. 
And on that scale, I don't, of zero, want, I don't want to get myself in trouble by saying no, it out loud. <laughs> that's totally, and that's the beauty of havening. You don't have to do that, right. right? So on that scale of zero to 10 with zero being namaste all day, not bothering you. And 10 being, this is troubling me quite, quite rapidly. Where would you be on that scale? Like a six. Okay. So mid- midway, mm-hmm. right? And what would be a word you would associate with that? With the six or with what's yeah. happening? With the six. With the six, like the first word that came to mind was like irritation and like, oh, like, oh, I yeah. need to like deal with this again. Right. So what would be with the, oh, what word would you give it? Um, Tired. Tired. Yeah. Okay. You're tired. I want you to feel tired for a second. Just oh, feel. <laughs> right. <laughs> what I want you to do is feel tired. Like, okay. what does it feel like to be exhausted by this thing that's bothering you? Heavy. Yeah. And from right for this moment, I just want you to close your eyes and think about oh, that heaviness. Okay. Yeah. And then you're going to just start havening, right? Feel that heaviness, what it feels like. Like where it sits in your body. Where is it sitting in your body? Tell you? Yeah. My shoulders. Yeah. So that you're carrying some weight there. Something's going on. My stomach a little bit. My hips. Okay. Wow. So you're hitting a a number of different chakras in this moment, right? So just as soon as you're thinking about that, I just want you to let it go. Just let it go. Let it go and think of something that brings you joy. What is something that brings you joy? Bring it to mind. It could be a person. It could be a place. It could be an experience. It could be a song. What is that thing? And you don't need to tell me. You can if you want to. And anyone else in the that's listening can do this in this moment, by the way. You can do this along with us on the podcast. My kids are bringing me a lot of joy right now. Awesome. So I want you to think about what some experience with your children, right? Just think about that in the moment. Continue to haven. Remember, it's on your hands or your arms. Keep your eyes shut. No, it's hard to do when you're hosting a podcast. (laughs) But just keep your eyes shut for a second. I got you. And keep doing the havening touch, whatever you want to do. Arms, shoulders, face, hands. Can you switch off? Yes, you absolutely can. You can do anything you want. There's no choreography. Some people stick with the arms. Some people stick with the hands, face. You can switch back and forth. And what I want you to do in this moment, I want you to think about your kids and think about a time or place that just brought you ultimate joy with them. And when you have that to mind, good, you're nodding. We're just going to take a walk. We're just going to take a gentle walk and I'm going to count to 20. And with each number in 20, I want you to think of one thing within that experience that brought you joy. So if you're on the beach, maybe one was throwing you know, rocks into the, skipping them on the water or surfing or boats in the distance. Okay. Just one to 20. We'll go through it kind of swiftly because of the time and just start with number one and just bring it to mind. You don't have to say it out loud. Keep it to yourself if you like, because other people might be doing this too. Whatever's bringing someone joy. And then number two, feeling lighter and calmer. And number three, don't forget to breathe. Number four, beautiful. And then number five, take a deep breath, feeling lighter and calmer and deeper. Yeah, let it go. 
And then just be present with that for a moment, almost in your mind's eye. Take a look around where you are, what's around you, what it feels like. Let other senses be activated, maybe what it smells like. And then just continue on your journey on six and seven. What's coming to mind on eight, nine, and 10. Take a deep breath. Beautiful. And activate more senses. Maybe it's something you feel. Maybe you're holding someone's hand. Maybe you're laughing in the background. Whatever it is, bring it to mind. And continue on 11 and 12, feeling lighter and calmer. And 13, more connected. 14, and then 15, one more deep breath. And activate your senses again. Maybe even seeing a color that brings you joy that's surrounding you. And 16, 17, lighter and calmer, more connected, more calm. 18, 19, that big step, take a 20th step. And then in your mind's eye, just kind of turn around and see how far you've come and how you feel. And what's the first word that comes to mind right now? Just warmth. So say that warmth, warmth, Warmth. say that word. Mm -hmm. Warm. Mm -hmm. Let's be present with that for a second. Take a deep breath and breathe in warmth. Beautiful. And release. And then for the sake of this podcast, go ahead and open your eyes, put your hands in your lap, and then just give me, uh, where are you on the number scale? Mm-hmm. Probably like a three. Right. We went through that pretty fast, right? Yeah. I mean, I would give it a yeah. little more time, but you went from- It's also from- hard to tell when the event isn't like, I think that, and I, this was what happened with tapping too, when I would, cause you do this with tapping, you say, sure. where are you right now? Right. You tap through it. But if the event isn't um, currently like totally top of mind mm-hmm. or the trigger isn't there in the moment, mm-hmm. it's like, it, I think it's harder to measure. I think it's easier when the trigger happens again to be like, oh, I right. didn't respond in the same way that I normally respond to that. And that's the beauty of this work Mm -hmm. is that you have the tools in your own hands to do that. That's what I love about this. Mm. And for you, I mean, part of your brain was probably thinking, I'm hosting a podcast right now. (laughs) I I tried to be really in it. I was gone. You were. I was where I was. Yeah. I love that. And so in that moment, which was less than five minutes, by the way, you went from like a six and feeling frustrated to feeling warm at a three. And mm-hmm. imagine if we had more time together to really deal with that upset or that frustration and be able to truly disconnect. The beauty is you can go back and do this anytime now because you know the self-havening touch. Mm-hmm. But if it was something more triggering and, and really traumatizing, obviously, you know, as a therapist, it's always best to work with someone when you're dealing with trauma to get to the root of the issue. This obviously was not a traumatic upset. No. That, right. Well, that's the beauty of havening is that you can you could have the ability to change your thoughts, moods, behaviors, and habits for those everyday upsets by self-regulating and doing mm-hmm. the self-havening touch, self-applied, much like tapping, right? But it does have a rapid response and tends to be permanent. 
And it also, in my mind, when people ask me, what's the difference? I would say that havening is much more of a a feminine energy than Mm -hmm. tapping, which I think is more of a masculine energy Mm -hmm. because it's that it's tapping, right? We're nurturing and, and really being that, that, like I said, CPR for the amygdala. So it depends on what you're, you want out of it. You know, you can use it to fall asleep. You can use it with your kids. Um, I've had clients as young as five up to 82, you know, so it just depends on what's presenting in their lives right now. That's causing them upset. Mm -hmm. You know, there's really nothing you can't use it for. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming you can just use the, the, I mean, probably more the hand, like you said, Mm -hmm. the hand soothing technique like standing in line at the airport or in your car in traffic. Like it's just, it seems like another way to yeah. downregulate your nervous system. Absolutely. And I've heightened. done that. Yeah. Like I, I put out videos all the time on my social, on Instagram, on TikTok, all that on how to do self-haviting for different things, fear of flying, sitting in traffic, frustration. I use it all the time when I am in mass transit in New York City. You put me on a subway, thank goodness my last stop is the last stop because I get into such a state of like just calmness that if it went any further, I'd probably wind up in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I use it all the time if I'm sitting in traffic for fears of things. Um, Like you said, standing in line at Charles de Gaulle, if I'm sitting at my desk and I'm feeling overwhelmed, you know, I do havening at my desk all the time when mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to step away from the madness of what's happening right now. Uh, and as a college professor, I mean, I teach it to my college kids because I teach communications as the journalist side of me. I bring havening into the classroom. They're getting not just a a journalist professional, they're getting a mental health professional in the classroom to teach them how to deal with the overwhelm of test taking and presenting on camera and mm-hmm. public speaking. Uh, you know, so that's kind of where it works everywhere, you know, with like you mentioned, the C-suite executives that have to give the big keynote address to the Metropolitan Opera singers that are needing to overcome some upset of getting on stage and singing at Lincoln Center. Mm-hmm. So there's really nobody that can't benefit from this approach. Yeah. It's such a, it's such an interesting, I mean, I keep, my hands are still rubbing together because <laughs> you do start to recognize like how quickly your system settles. And yes, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot, there's a lot of components in this that reminds me of other sure um, tools, but I think everybody finds the tool that works for them. Right. And this notion of visualization and kind of taking, cause I was like, well, what is, what is thinking of a moment that brings me joy, which was a moment with my kids. And it was a very specific moment have anything to do with the frustration. Um, You're just disconnecting it. Or as we said, depotentiating it, which is basically the disconnect, right? Right. And that's the beauty. Suddenly you're not in that space anymore. You cannot find the calm and the chaos. You have to remove the chaos in order to find the calm right? Mm -hmm. How many times do we, you know, a child falls and starts crying immediately. You can't calm that child by being frantic yourself. You need to, you need to be, that child is the amygdala in the moment. You need to say, you're, you're good. Everything's everything. You are safe. I love you. Everything's okay. And you are safe. You found your haven here. Let me give you a hug. And that's Mm -hmm. basically where I go with the hug it out, like hug it out for me, my, my signature system has elements of havening in it. Like it's not all about havening, right. Or it would be havening. But for me, 
the empowerment of the, of the hug it out program that I have is that you're teaching or I'm sharing people how to find the healing, the understanding and the gratitude H U G within self, mm. right? Because if you don't have that, it's very difficult to be able to support others on that journey. You have to self-empower, you have to self-regulate, you have to self-soothe, you have to self-care. Mm-hmm. You need to be the vehicle before you can be it for anyone else. Mm. And that's what hugging it out is. Mm -hmm. And Havening's a part of that. Yeah. Well, Hillary, this was awesome. Thank you for helping (laughs) me today downregulate a little bit before I go (laughs) right into my next thing. Um, If people want my, as I'm still doing it. I love it. See, this is my favorite thing. My favorite thing is working with therapists and people in mental health that know what I'm talking about because sometimes those are the hardest people to convince, right? So when I get the doctors, when I get the therapists, I love seeing what you're what you're sharing right now and how it's impacting you because sometimes we're the hardest ones on ourselves when we're in that line of work, you know. Right, right. Yeah. And and I I also am like whatever tool works for people, mm-hmm. great. Yes. Like, you know, like if this if this is the tool that someone finds and they're like, "Oh my god, this is my answer." Yeah. Nothing helped me more than havening. Awesome. Like awesome. I just want to give people all the tools and expose them to whatever it is, because this might resonate with one person and someone else might be like, yeah, I don't like being touched or touching my hands in that way or whatever it is, or sensory overload or whatever. So I think, I think it's just great to give people Mm -hmm. the vast buffet Everybody loves a buffet. Great. Love that. (laughs) And I call it the brain candy jar. It's the sweetest ways that you can be kind to the mind. So you need different candy in your candy jar. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you might need EFT. Sometimes you might need havening. Sometimes you might just need a walk in the park, right? Right. Right. The, The more tools we put in the brain candy jar and use when we need, or if we choose, we don't like that sweetness. We don't have to, there's no right or wrong. You have to find what works for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and then make a powerful step to actually just use and try that candy. Right. 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 Yeah. So Hillary, where can yeah. my listeners find out more about everything you're doing? You're, you're <laughs> bringing amazing work into the world. I love this hug it out. I love it too. Theory, I really do. It's great. Yeah. Thank so you tell so us much. where they can find you and your work and anything you're they're interested in having right. to relate to you. Well, I have obviously my website, hillaryrusso.com, one L. And there, if you put slash havening, it'll take you to my havening page or my health and healing drop down menu. But there you can actually book a one to one or one in one session with me. Complimentary, by the way. Like if you want to try this with me. The gift that I want to give people is a chance to actually get on that, get in with a session with me. Just try it out, you know, bring a presenting issue, bring something that you want to work through. Just put the tools in your hands. And that's my gift to folks. So you can find that link at hillaryrusso.com slash havening. I put a lot of content out on my YouTube, on my Instagram, on, you know, on all social media portals and uh, about to have my Facebook group launch as well. Probably by the time this comes out, it'll be there. So I would just encourage people to look through the listen notes because I know you're going to share all this as Mm -hmm, well. mm -hmm. And there's no way not to get in touch with me, but uh, I'm very active on the socials, obviously sharing different ways that you can be kind to your mind. 
And also just by reaching out to me personally, grab that complimentary one-on-one with me because that is like the best way to see how this works. Yeah. And, and I just got one. So yes, you, you did. And that was, a sh- <laughs> that was a short version too. I mean, imagine 45 minutes to an hour with me yeah. where we can go. It's pretty incredible to see the shift. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm sitting on a ball right now and I was like, am I just going to like fall over, <laughs> fall over. In, in a Delta state of mush? Which, which wouldn't be so bad, but. And, um, and just to remind people, Delta waves, that's the sleep state. I didn't yeah, mention that, but right. Delta wave state is the sleep state and you're not necessarily falling asleep, but that's where the subconscious takes over. And that is where the change happens. So that, that parasympathetic nervous system. So I'm glad you didn't fall over, yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad you also, you know, found your calm in the moment. And yes. I hope others did try it as well. And if you didn't try it, go back and listen to that part and try it again. Get out or, of traffic or yes, or book tra- that one on one with me. Yeah. Right. Or book the one on one. I'm very conscious of traffic right now because they're redoing <laughs> the highways down to yeah. the city and everybody's all like up in arms over the traffic from Aye. the big northern city. suburbs down. Yeah. Big, big city, city problems. problems. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, Hillary, thank you so much. And it was great connecting with you again, as always. Love so our lovely. conversations and just what you're bringing to the world. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure to be in the space with you as well. And I enjoy everything you're doing. Don't stop. Thanks. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.